0: I feel when I'm about ready to do that, like that would be the right thing to do. They would learn something valuable. And I can remember a friend of mine saying, yeah, but isn't that just kind of mean?
1: Family man, yeah. Welcome to The Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. This is the show where we remind dads of what's most important. I'm your host, Scott Moore. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Todd, how's it going? We had a pretty abrupt
0: start here, Scott. I, I really need to ask you, how's it going? Your voice sounds pretty, you know, chipper. You sound like you're not running behind. <laughs> how's, how's your week been?
1: Fine. Uh I don't know.
0: <laughs> uh how Are you? Is everybody down there like in a panic for the snowmageddon?
1: No, is there going to be snowmageddon?
0: I don't know. Every you know, as soon as I mean, you can just hear the glee in everyone's voices. Like oh, we're going to get one to two inches <laughs> or something like that. Like like it's real snow. I mean, I got a, got an email from a guy in Alaska who was a dad and may be listening right now. It was probably, I don't know, three weeks before Christmas. He asked me something and I said, Oh, you're probably going to have a white Christmas. Aren't you? He says, we already have 77 inches of snow.
1: This is three
0: weeks before Christmas, you know, which is a lot of snow to the rest of the world. So
1: feet of snow. Uh, That's not inches. That's feet.
0: How many feet is that? Six feet of snow. Uh, 72 inches is six feet.
1: I don't know.
0: Over six feet of snow on the ground. Yeah, that is six
1: feet of snow, yeah.
0: That's a lot of snow. That's a lot of snow. But, uh, But I know my kids are kind of hoping it'll snow. I mean, we haven't had any real snow. We had some really, we had a little bit of snow, you know, just right prior to Christmas, but not much. And we had some snow the other day, but it was kind of just wet. It felt like a snow cone. Someone had just dropped a big snow cone out of the sky. It was just slushy ice. It wasn't any fun. Hey, by the way, Scott, you know, we talked a little bit last time, um, just super briefly about the gavel goat, the yale goat. Mm-hmm. And did you go and look at it?
1: Yeah, we talked about this. I'd I mean I'd go to Yaffle and look at it. But.
0: No, I know I know that. <laughs> yes. I would be so impressed if Yeah, you did. it. That would be
1: cool. Um no, I I yeah, I looked at it. They they were taking it down, you know, recently and
0: Did you see how like the up close pictures where the birds had just riddled it? Mhm. I mean it looked like a skeleton, like its ribs were sticking out and there were there was a duck in the middle of it.
1: I missed that one. That's fun.
0: Yes, there was a duck and other birds (laughs) in it. It was just, I guess, something in it. They were pecking it at pieces. Mm -hmm. And from a distance, I could see it. And it looked kind of hairy, like things were. But I didn't think anything about it. If I had been able to zoom in, it would have changed my whole Christmas. I mean, it was (laughs) awesome because it looked like some zombie.
1: Did it go up in flames? No. No. (laughs) You're not interested, right? It needs to explode or something. I
0: get it. Are you having any trouble? I don't know. I am of like getting into the new year yet, does it just feel like it's still kind of dragging?
1: It's like Christmas kind of happened in a blur, and I'm I'm wondering what happened because I feel like I failed everything. So <laughs> it's like, wait, where, where'd Christmas go? Um, but at least we're moving on now, and we're happy to do so. We put our Christmas dishes away, which we've had our Christmas dishes out for over a year now. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> A new leaf has been turned at the Moore house
1: because of all the craziness from last winter uh, yeah, and the right, last year. Right. But I was just like, last year we didn't really even notice until June that we still had our Christmas dishes out. And I was like, well, I'm not putting them away now. So I we'll just have to
0: get them out in four months.
1: Yes. So, so wh-
0: I mean, is, is Henry approaching uh, uh, one year?
1: Yes. And February, February 8th, he'll be one year wow, old. Wow. Isn't that amazing? That is it so is. Me. That's crazy. a no,
0: wild and crazy ride.
1: Yep. Yeah. There's so many things going through my head right now. <laughs> yeah. There's things with that where I'm like, oh yeah, and we're in like lockdown mode, trying to keep him from getting sick. William got the flu this past weekend, so he quarantined at his parents' house. And oh, yeah. then, like, I had somebody yesterday who's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm going home. I'm sick. And I'm like, dude, why are you near me? I don't want, <laughs> like, I don't, I can't get sick and carry it to Did my Did he grandson. look you
0: straight in the face and go, Yes. Because I don't care about you oh, no. or anybody around you.
1: Yeah, he was like, well, if you're going to get it, you got it already, probably. I'm like, Oh, go away. Yep,
0: so you're in lockdown now. No. <laughs> you're going to give it to the next guy.
1: Well, I don't have it yet, so hopefully okay. I won't get it.
0: Yeah, you're doomed
1: uh <laughs> thanks
0: uh, i mean haven't you learned anything in all your living and covid when everybody said hopefully i didn't get it yeah means
1: you already got it i'm still hoping that i'm immune to whatever's out there this year that's good that's good <laughs> i have that Being positive yeah i have that <laughs> weird streak of positivity in me that <laughs> it's that a my dad thing. Sick. I'm
0: telling you, we dads are just a different breed. You know, I just, it's f- funny. Um, and it's got a kind of a lead in today. I was just saw, uh, it was on the board Panda and they were saying how dads pick the stupidest names for their kids and shouldn't be allowed to name their kids. So they asked their audience and all these people tweeted. And here were some of the answers. Uh, this is from April. She said, yeah, my dad was banned from naming our daughter after he suggested Starfire with a straight face. <laughs> uh, uh, and this is someone named Mailiwa, and it's M-A-I-L-L-I-W. She said, my name is literally my dad's name backwards, which is William backwards. Wow. Um, I know it. <laughs>
1: That had to have some alcohol involved in that decision. <laughs>
0: <laughs> here's, yep, my dad named me Sierra after his 1996 GMC Sierra 1500 <laughs> red pickup truck. Could have been Mercedes, so I guess it's not too bad. So, I mean, that's just such a dad. Uh, and here's another wife who said, yeah, when me and my husband were going over possible girl names, he decided on Sacagawea and was upset <laughs> when I said no. There were lots of these like this. It said, my dad's name is Gerald and I'm Geraldine. Every day I look at my ID, I get motivated to make sure I save that money to change it. Uh, (laughs) But there were a lot of Kavina after Kevin and others like that. Uh, And there was another Sierra here. Sierra must have been a popular name, but this daughter said my dad named me after Sierra Mist. So. (laughs) The drink? The drink. (laughs) Wow, that's what—that's da- how dads think.
1: Here's my daughter Pepsi. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's tab. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yikes! Yeah. yeah, yikes! And so rose the phrase that so d. I've got one.
1: I've got, it's A loca coke. Coca-Cola backwards. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sounds kind of islandish.
1: Yes, it does. Like from the islands, I could be good at this.
0: <laughs> yes, you could, Scott. Maybe you should do your own one of those uh, baby name books. I'll
1: suggest that for my granddaughter when I have a granddaughter.
0: <laughs> yes, even though my son, uh, my oldest son, did I tell you this already? I don't the think so. the name they are considering for their son to be born in March. No, my oldest son, the son that I named from the Bible, Ben Benjamin, <laughs> which means son of my right hand. He's considering, or he thinks the name, they should name him Maverick.
1: Rock on. That's solid, From man. From Top Gun. Yes.
0: And, I, mean, but this, I mean, I don't even know. My parents are listening right now. I mean, like, so mom and dad, if you're listening, you know, just get yourself ready. You could have a grandson named
1: Maverick. You know, the only problem with that is that...
0: I can think of a whole bunch of problems.
1: <laughs> well... But if you watch top gun the original one what's her name kelly mcgillis's character actually says what did your parents not like you when he introduces himself as maverick (laughs) and then he explains that it's his call sign Mm. like so they they even tell you in the movie don't name your kid this basically
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i don't think it's gonna happen there's another name that's anders who's their youngest son Mm -hmm. Who's already using, so, and it's not that. But Ben thought it was really cool, and I know I poured cold water in his face when he mentioned it (laughs) just by the look on my face. Like, Maverick? Why don't you name him Tomahawk or Hatchet or,
1: you know, (laughs) Mudflap? Buy a horse and name it Maverick.
0: (laughs) There you go. I mean, you've taught Sunday school or worked in a kid's program, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, when a kid comes up and his name is Maverick, what do you? What's your first thought?
1: Oh, I'm sure I'd think of Top Gun.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I just think, oh, this kid's trouble.
1: Uh, you know, well, like, yeah,
0: I mean, when I, we I, we had a kid in our little basketball league, and his name was Talon, and he matched exactly what his name was. I mean, it was yeah. just
1: I don't know. You should be careful what you name your kids. I think you they should. do live up to those names a little bit.
0: Yes. So, dads, you know. Choose carefully. Choose carefully. You know, uh, I was watching too a little uh, YouTube thing because dad things always catch my eye. It was about the differences between old dads and new dads. You know, like old time dad. Not when I, when we were kids. You know, and now the the new dads, the bearded dads who go by Papa instead of Dad. You know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and
1: Wait, the, I thought so that was like the grandpa name. Huh? I thought Papa was like a grandpa name now. Oh, no they called her
0: you know Now
1: they're doing that. That's oh yeah It's kind of a
0: hipster thing. Papa well we had this hey, is papa. an
1: obscure story sorry but one of my oh, one of my son's friends came yeah. over and like the first time he had ever come over here and and Luke told us that this friend's dad had died and I was like, oh my gosh, that's horrible because he said his papa had died. Apparently his papa was the name for his grandfather. So I was like, wait, well, that's a little different. Like, so yes, you were okay it's these, yeah, it's sad. Well, it's sad when your grandfather dies, but it's not the same thing as, you know, you're in high school and your dad dies. I mean, anyway,
0: Could it's confusing.
1: Can't we keep things normal? Darn it. <laughs> no, no,
0: no. Oh, no. So, but anyway, that's a long way to get to my little story. Um. <laughs> So you see this guy come in and he's kind of dressed 80s ish, you know, not like he's 80, but from the 80s and her 90s. And and he comes in and he sees a scratch on the table and he's like, what the heck is this? You know, this Who put this, Josh, get in here, you know, and then it flashes back to this kind of a hipster dad who's probably called Papa and he goes wow who made this scratch you know and and then the other dad's like you're gonna go out there and you're gonna sand it down and you're gonna pull your earth in it and i want it done by dinner and the other dad's like we're gonna leave this here forever so we can remember your creativity and then it you know then the dad's like the hipster dad is like and you're forgiven and and the other dad's like i just have three words to say to you get me a beer you know and he goes i gotta let me give you three more. Hurry up, you know. And um, <laughs> and then finally, the '80s dad kind of calms down, and and then the other dad, he's he kind of loses it. You know, it just escalates into this. He loses it, and I thought, you know, it doesn't matter what what era you're from, dads lose it. Dads finally do. But I was thinking about this, Scott. I've been thinking about this for over a week of parenting. The gracious dad. Versus the hard dad. And I don't know. I can't think of it. What's the a word for non-gracious? Harsh. Harsh dad. Okay, we'll use that word. The gracious dad versus the harsh dad. Because, you know, both of them, you know, there are pros and cons to everything. Uh, you know, the, the harsh dad, his kids all, you know, when they're young, they all look like they've got it together. You know, they're the ones who shake your hand firmly. They're the ones who look you in the eye. They're the ones who clean up the room and put their bicycle away and oil their bicycle chain. And, you know, everything works, you know, looks spit spot. And uh, so there are pros and cons to everything. But I've kind of noticed something. And uh, maybe I won't give away the farm yet. But, and, and I want your input in here too, Scott. Because, you know, I know that there, there's a, there has been a lot of teaching, maybe less teaching now, but uh, that teaching that just says, Parents are the parents and kids are the kids. You know, it's your job to make them be grown-ups, responsible adults. And uh sometimes we get a hold of that and we we become harsh. I know I can become harsh. We've talked about it in the past, but I'm kind of one of those dads who's like, you know, you know how your parents used to say, if you break your leg, don't come running to me. <laughs> or, you know. Yes something that made a lot of sense, right, like, right? Well, if you fall off and break your neck, don't come crying to me. <laughs> uh, because we kind of were maybe raised in that, or maybe the whole society said, you know, consequences are consequences. They're not to be escaped. Cause if you take away the consequences, your kids won't learn anything. And I kind of am that way was that way. I'm probably am that way. And so, you know, I mean, I have been so tempted when I'm out cutting my grass on my riding mower and I see one of their toys, especially when they were little, laying out in the yard. I've wanted so many times to just to run over it and explode (laughs) it into a million pieces because I have told them so many times, you know, I just want you to put it away when you're done. And I always, I feel when I'm about ready to do that, like that would be the right thing to do. They would learn something valuable and I can remember a friend of mine saying, yeah, but isn't that just kind of mean? And I, <laughs> in retrospect, or as he said it, I thought, yeah, that is just kind of mean. And my wife is just, she shines when our kids don't deserve kindness. You know, when they're mean and they would fall and whack their head, she comforts them. Mm-hmm. Where I just kind of like, well, that's what you get, you know, when you act that way thinking that, oh, they're going to learn this. And I'm afraid sometimes they just, they learn something that I don't intend them to learn. What they learn is to not feel very warm and fuzzy towards me. Um, I've talked to some dads who say, you know, my ki- and I can think of, I'm picturing them in my head right now. You know, well, my kid turns 18, you know, he better have his plan because he's done living on the grainy- gravy train, you know they either say they're going to be leaving our house or they're going to be paying bills or all those things. And, you know, and then you have other dads again, sometimes me who is so thrilled to have their kids still living at home at 22. And I feel like, you know, why? And they'll say, well, do you want them to go? And I'm like, why would I want them to go? You know, this is a great win-win. They get to make money and, They get to be in our house and we get to be, have them a part of our family. And so I've just been thinking about this, this harsh dad versus the gracious dad. And, uh, I'm thinking, and you can correct me if you disagree, Scott, I'm thinking maybe the gracious dad wins in the long run. Initial thoughts.
1: I probably agree. (laughs) I had that first really smack me in the face when I think it was the Holy Spirit convicting me when I made some comment, I can't remember what it was exactly, the situation, but it was something along the lines of me, you know, getting all angry at my son for doing something dumb. And I was like, like, well, what are you gonna learn? And I just kind of heard this still small voice saying, when are you going to learn, Scott? Mm cuz i was literally still struggling with the same issue as an adult that my son who i was yelling at was struggling with i'm like ouch okay and i expect god to forgive me quickly and easily and you know without any right. i expect him not to break my legs or ruin my life or strike right. me down cuz you know i i don't believe in a, in, in god being you know wrathful because i'm saved so you know, i don't right. worry about his wrath jesus took that for me but uh yeah <laughs> and i'm afraid it, it all hit me in one moment it was kind of a mm-hmm. a wonderful little learning experience it's not that i've been perfect since then it's just that that was no, really helpful that's what
0: being a dad is is not being perfect <laughs> definitely but i just recently heard about a dad who you know he, he kind of and i'm trying to be careful in case any other dad might think Dad, if you're listening and you think it's you it's not you it's all unless it is you right unless it is you but you know he was just again he was talking about adult children and he just felt like it was their responsibility so he didn't he didn't come to their aid when they needed something um when they were working on a house or doing something like that he didn't feel like he needed to be a part of that even though they were overwhelmed and, you know, and even so much. So that if they, if he had something that they would need, say, and I'm making this up because I don't know exactly what that was, but if they needed to borrow his pickup truck, he, he would not loan it to them because he was under the conviction that, you know, you're not supposed to treat your family any differently than you would treat better than you would treat anybody else. And so he wouldn't loan his truck to a stranger. So he used his theology to say, then why would I loan it to you now? He would rent it to them. So he would rent it to his kids wow. at a reasonable price, thinking that he was doing something biblical. And really he was, where's just, that Bible verse? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But that's what he said. And you know, cause you can find something in the Bible to pack up any cockamamie idea you might have. Um, <laughs> And really you, you end up getting kids who resent you and don't like you and don't like to be around you. And I just think, you know, especially as your kids get older, you know, I do think, you know, there's a time where, you know, when the kid scratches the table, there's a consequence when they're little, you know, and when they get older, there's maybe a bigger consequence. I get that. But, uh, you know, maybe maybe that's the time where dads really get a shine and they can be gracious. Even maybe overly gracious, you know, where uh, that you just let it go and you say, that's my boy or that's my daughter. And you give them grace when they don't deserve it. So anyway, I've just been thinking about that. And that might be hard for you, dad. Because again, there's there's something in us, and I don't know if you feel super strongly, Scott, but I feel it strongly that it's my job to make my kids functioning adults. And so I feel like, you know, no pain, no gain, that it's gotta be that way. And, and I know I get, I get skewed because I know sometimes it's just out of anger and maybe it's just plain mean that I want my kid to to pay for it, but
1: well, I don't know. I- I could probably go on about this for a while. Um, but go on uh, it. You know, go. It, go! you know, the dad who's doing this because they want to teach their children according to the Bible or, you know, this is what God would do kind of thing. Like, really? Uh-huh. Like, is that what you want them to learn about God? Cause that's, you know, they may end up hating you and God. Oh, and they you know. often do. I think. Yeah. And like, what do I want my kids to think about God? Is it that he forgives easily and quickly? Yes. <laughs> is it that he blows up and screams and yells when you do something you didn't mean to? No. <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm constantly, well, trying to be aware of what I'm telling my children about God. Cause I'm, I've heard and read that a lot of kids, their first, you know, image of what God could be like as father is their own dad. And that scares the daylights out of me sometimes because I'm like, wow, that doesn't sound like a good version of God. Yeah,
0: I totally get it. I totally get it. And and you know, I, maybe that's why I'm, I'm even bringing it up because I see. I mean, if you if you err on one side, if you err on the gray side, or you err on the harsh side. If you err on the gray side, I don't see the consequences being as severe. You know, I'm not talking about like stupid grace where you go now, Charlie, you're 14. I told you not to go drinking, but you did, you know, you know, I'm not talking like that. I'm not talking like you just let them run wild, but I guess I see, and I continue to see because there's social media. I see a lot of kids whose dads were harsh. Maybe even they trained themselves to be harsh because they were told they needed to be harsh. And I see bad things coming out of that. I see broken relationships. I see exactly what you just said, Scott, you know, not only do they not like their dad now they don't like God and that's even worse. So dad, if you're one of those harsh dads, hear me like Jacob Marley, (laughs) you know, be warned that you need to change that um, because it ends badly. And I don't want to see it end badly for you. And I don't want to see it end badly for me. And I know certain kids are harder, you know, certain kids. It's easier to be harsh with. I think those are the ones that we need to be even more careful with, you know, and maybe even show a little more grace. So and maybe we do it out of fear, Scott, you know, because we're so afraid Mm -hmm. that if we if I don't make them clean up their toys out in the yard, one day they're going to be slobs and not have a job. And they're going to live in a, in whatever, in a hovel, you know, hoarders. And that's not the truth. You know, that's just, it's just fake that, that we reject this story and we give ourselves license to be a certain way. So
1: it's funny that we think that stuff (laughs) because you do have those thoughts where you're like, yeah, well, if I don't, do such and such, they're going to turn out to be a serial killer or whatever. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Or if they don't have a job by 17 or 18, or if they don't know what they're going to do for the rest of their lives, that they're just going to flounder forever. And that's just not true. Or if they don't get, if they sleep in till nine on today, when they're 14 or 15, they're never going to be able to get up and, you know, and go to their job. And that's not true. I mean, I've seen it and with my own kids, I've Mm. had kids who are sleepers and when I have to get up at six 30 to go to work, they get up at six 30 to go to work and not because I hound them, but because they're responsible. So I think we do that fear thing is, is not a good motivator. In fact, it's probably a bad motivator. Right on. Okay. Well, Hey, we're about out of time. Uh, even though Scott started at four minutes late, um, <laughs> <laughs> trying to make him feel guilty. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I'm a harsh boss. <laughs> uh, so anyway, well, dad, have a great week. You know, if you have some serious snow, make sure you take advantage of it. Do something snowish, you know, when they all bundle up and go outside and play you know, drag your tired carcass out of out of the warmth of your home and go out and play a little while for that with them. You don't have to stay out as long unless you're a great, great super dad, uh, which I would like to be. Um, but if they're building a snow fort, show them how it's done. If they're going sledding, you know, be careful because your bones break easier, but go and sled with them and do it because you to dad, Hey, Scott, I was going to say one more thing. Rewind. (laughs) Um, I just put a little note here that, you know, this is uh, January the 10th. And, uh, as we record this and I thought, you know, we're a little ways away from Christmas down. We're not getting... Valentine's Day is still a ways away. This weekend or this today when you do something to encourage your wife. You know, maybe it's just a little handwritten note on a little back of a you to dad daily calendar page that just says, Um, you know, I'm just so glad you're mine, or I'm so glad I chose you, or that God put us together all those years ago. Or or maybe if she feels discouraged in something, maybe you get her some flowers or you do something just to encourage your wife. It doesn't take very long. did not have to be very big. Maybe it's just getting her favorite candy on the way home from work. Or uh, if she has a special treat, getting that, running out tonight and saying, oh, you wanted a, whatever, a peppermint blizzard from Dairy Queen. I'm going to go get that. Uh, or, or ask her or just do dinner out or whatever. Um, but do something in the next day or so to encourage your wife. And with that, I'll say, do it because you're
1: the husband. And that's our show for this week, Dad. Thanks for joining us for The Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. If you have a question for the show, email Todd at familyman at familymanweb.com. If you have a question for me, you can reach me at scott at unsocializedmedia.com. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. I wasn't late for any big reason, just...
0: I didn't say you were late.
1: Okay. Oh. Did oh, I? I don't then know. And now
0: everybody knows you were, like, four it's, minutes late. It's all right. It is. That's it. Is It's all right. I don't care.
1: Okay. Good. Um. No. No. Yeah, uh, this is rough. <laughs> I should start over.
0: <laughs> I don't know. This is always kind of a shock to Scott, like, that I ask him anything. I don't know why, you know.
1: Thanks. Mm. Thanks for <laughs> noticing me. <laughs> no no. Uh, for raising.
0: Never mind, Scott, I don't care.